Hello, it's Shelley F. Knight, bringing you Positive Changes, a self-kick podcast. joined by SD Rappaport and she's a relationship photographer, creative journal, expressive arts coach, founder of Genius Relationships and host of Life Picks Relationships podcast. Hello, SD. Hi, Shelley. Thank you so much for having me. Bless you. Thank you for being here. So I don't know much about you. You've got a great bio there, but please do share with us your inspirational story of positive change. Sure. So I was a relationship photographer, really before that, a photographer that went into relationships because I saw how much couples connect with each other, the emotions that come out with pictures. And I saw it was my favorite type of photo shoots. I was like, okay, so I'm going to go and do this full time. And I went into saying no to everybody else and doing just relationships, just couples. Now, what we would do is we would take the pictures and help them get to their most ultimate state of love and connection, hang it up on the wall, and then it would be like a vision board to help them get there. Oh. Yeah. And that's like great. It sets your mind in the right direction, but it's very basic. So I decided I wanted to do something else with them. And I was out looking for different things that I could do. And I came across what's called something, what's called creative journal expressive arts. And before I went to get trained in it, I was like, okay, I'm going to first do it on myself. I went to some sessions with a coach doing this method and it literally changed my life. And it's like, okay, this is what I'm doing now. I'm going to go and use this method to go and help other people. That's fabulous. So you started off as a relationship photographer. I love the vision board idea, but was your life good before then? Or have you come from a mucky past? So... My life was really good. Obviously, everyone has all their stories and other things like that. Like, I didn't have such healthy relationships with my family. Um, And through this creative journal, Expressive Arts, I've been able to. But since I was probably 12, I was always into personal development and learning and growing. But there was still something missing. So this method was what actually got me into my ultimate state of where I am today. Okay, so how does it work? I love the title. It's really <laughs> interesting. Okay, so you know that the brain has two hemispheres, the right hemisphere and the left hemisphere? Yeah. Now, the right hemisphere is in charge of the left side of the body, and the left hemisphere is in charge of the right side of the body. Right. The left hemisphere is in charge of all the logic stuff, like math, reading, writing, etc. And the right side of the brain is in charge of all the creative stuff, art, drama, music, and it's in charge of emotions. So when you write with your non-dominant hand, the hand you don't usually use to write with, you get direct access to your emotions and subconscious mind so you can understand yourself better and work through things that you wanted to work through. So we do all sorts of activities and journaling and arts and things like that that gets into the creative brain, gets into that side of the brain, so that way you could access the information you have inside you to live the best life possible. 
So it's all the art, all the creative process done with your non-dominant hand. So not all of it. Okay. A lot of it. Meaning we want to use both sides of the brain. We don't want to forget the left side of the brain either. So what we do is we have discussions between the two hands. We ask questions with the right hand or your, for me, it's the right hand. It's your dominant hand and you answer with your non-dominant hand. That way you're going from the logic to the creative side back and forth. So just explain that because in my, my head, I've got <laughs> a childlike vision of like my hands being like puppets and the right hand saying to the left hand, is it like that? Or are you, te- you know, talking on a deeper level? Yeah, so it's with a it's with a pen. You have a pen in each hand, okay. and you have a conversation. Yeah, like that. You're writing the question. So let's say, how are you feeling today? And you answer with your non-dominant hand. Why are you feeling this way? And you answer with your non-dominant hand. You go back and forth between the two hands. So you're going back and forth between both sides of your brain, which is a really good thing to do, isn't it? They encourage you to do that quite a lot to develop the cortexes between the two. It's yeah, quite a good thing. yeah, like yeah. crawling when kids crawl is like yeah. really big. Yeah, exactly. So how did you get there? Because you're doing the photography. I love the vision board thing. And then you discovered it. But how? Because it's, it's new to me. I love all things creative. But I'm like, <laughs> did it just like a, a leaflet through the door or a light bulb moment? Or literally. Yeah, that's what it was. Someone walked into, literally, you need a place to stay for the weekend. They went by my house. This is who it was. This coach. That she was in my house. And I was talking, I'm just talking to her. And I was like, okay, this is way too cool. I need to hear more about this. <laughs> and I ended up going, she lives like two hours away from me. And I was like, no, I need to do it in person. I can't do it over Zoom. I would drive, drive two hours each direction. And literally from the first session, I saw what it did for me because it's not other people giving me answers. It's not me trying to go and be the best that I could. It's me getting the answers from within yeah. and taking responsibility for that so that way I could do what I want to do it sounds really empowering and my mum always used to say when I was growing up like the answers are within you and you're just kind of consolidating what she always said like the answers are within you it's quite self-empowering just sometimes they're really hard to get to because we have all the logic reasoning and all our bad history and everything else that's going on there that we can't get the answers we're like blocked So through this, when we answer with our non-dominant hand, you don't think, you just write the answer. Can you influence it? Because I sort of like, I might ask, am I going to be a famous author? Then I'd make my left hand say, of course, Shelley, you rock. Can you influence it or is it absolute truth? So if you want to get an answer like that, then you're you're not going to want to think, you want to just answer, okay? Okay. If you want to, if you have, let's say, things from the past, like let's say criticism that people always told you or trauma or stuff like that, then you could influence it and work through it and get your answers. So let's say you don't believe you have these limiting beliefs that you can't be this famous author, then you would write down with your dominant hand, all those comments that people always tell you and you always tell yourself why you can't be this okay. famous yeah. author. And then you're going to answer it back and say, not true, Shelly rocks and yeah. your non-dominant <laughs> hand. So it depends what you're doing, Yeah, whether it's going to work. Yeah. And do you have to be intuitive to do this or is it just within you like the subconscious mind do you have to be intuitive? yeah no so it it's really cool because as you do it more it builds your intuition even more and you become more self-aware of more things so no you really don't have to because you're not thinking you're literally just letting your mind do the work for you 
So creative process, because it's expressive. So you don't have to write, I'm thinking, like if you sort of like asked a question and then you thought a doodle came, you started doodling something like a house or a cloud, that's all answers, is it? Yeah, that's all answers, yeah. And we actually do things, even no, it doesn't have to be journaling. You could do also just drawing pictures. Like let's say you're really frustrated about something or you, let's say you want to become this famous author. So you could draw a picture or a sketch or with paint or with clay, any sort of art and make that picture of the book that you want, the famous author mm -hmm. you're going to be. And then like a vision board, that's why I really liked it. It really tied in because they do use vision boards also with collages and stuff. And you could take it even further because once you make that picture, you could then ask questions to the picture. How could it make it possible? What's stopping me from getting there? Yeah. See, I love a vision board. I do one about every three months and sometimes they'd be quite you know, businessy and they've got clocks on and it's all very power, power, power. And then I'll like three months later, it'll be like a tarot card and lots of blue and white. <laughs> so I yeah, do so believe- you know, next time you should yeah. try that. Next time you do a vision board, after you do it, pick a picture, start with one picture at a time and just ask questions to the picture. Why are you on the vision board? What do I want from you? What's stopping me from getting there? How could I go and get that? And you'll yeah. get answers that will help you get what's on your vision board faster. That's really good because I love a vision board and I do them like with my daughters and that because, you know, it's glitter and glue. What can't you love? But <laughs> I love that the fact you're adding the depth to it, like a self-help tool. Yeah, yeah. That's why I like it so much. Yeah, that's great. So you said like you had problems with your, not problems is the right term, but you said you had problems with your parents when you were younger. So you've been using it for that. So this helps with like inner child or wounded child? Oh yeah, there's a whole, it's actually this method is created by Dr. Lucia Capicchioni and she wrote like, I don't know, 23 books or something. And a whole lot of them is like recovery of your inner child. Right. It's all that. So when you, when you write, you could write to your inner child using your non-dominant hand because your non-dominant hand will be your inner child of what's going on. And then the parents or the adults in your life will write with the dominant hand helping and recover the inner child so I like that so I was well technically still am a clinical hypnotherapist and we used to sort of reconnect the adult Shelley with the child Shelley and they'd come to an understanding like you know this was the lesson as young Shelley but I'm going to tell you from the adult point of view so you're doing that through the expressive arts yeah reconnecting exactly. taking the lesson understanding yeah oh. exactly right so let's say by me um like my mom she's great she's really busy but and she was like very into her work and at home so much so that just affected a lot of other areas of my life and I felt like I never had a mother even though she was always there but I never felt that she was there because she was always at work so I was able to use the non-dominant hand to understand how I could go and why that bothers me so much and how I could go and heal myself through it and how it affects other areas of my life and take it out, like be healthy again through that. Yeah, that's really honest. Thank you. So you're a creative journal, expressive arts coach, but it's kind of like a self-development tool. So what's the difference between if people do the tools themselves or if they come to you? Yeah. So you could totally do it yourself. There's like buy any of the books. It does give you prompts through the whole book and do it yourself. And it's great. Um, but sometimes people get stuck. They don't really know how to start what to do they need that push 
they need that kick, you know, yeah, to go kick. and get it, right? <laughs> so that's what we do. But what I like about this so much is that it's all in the journal. The coach doesn't even have to know anything that's going on. So for all those people that have a really hard time going to therapy, talking about it mm. and working through their problem, this is perfect. That's why I liked it so much. The first thing yeah. she was like, yeah, she doesn't even have to know anything and just do it. I'm like, okay, this is cool. If you want, obviously you could cheer, but you don't have to. So just they give you prompts and help you say work thing, through things so that way you could do it. There are also parts that you want another person. Have you ever heard of voice dialogue? No. So just like the parts of a person, like an inner child, adult, like all that part, we break it even further with like angry child, critical parent, all the really going into depths of the different parts of you, protective parent, nurturing parent, and we journal with it and people could do that on their self or what we do is voice dialogue is the coach speaks to each part of the of yourself so you could get a better understanding of it so if let's say I want to talk to the critic critical parent and I could ask questions specifically to the critical parent and the client is going to go in they literally stand up and move into a different position of the room yeah. so that way they're like get out of the space and answer questions based on that. Like, so what does a critical parent say? And then you're going to move to a different place where the inner child is and say, okay, so what does the inner child want? And what does the inner child want to tell the critical parent? So through that, you need yes. another person, but most of it you could do by yourself. So when you're on about all these different roles, is that like Carl Jung's archetypes? Similar. Yeah. Similar. Okay. And it sounds a bit like parts therapy. So in hypnotherapy, do parts therapy, like when you go through a trauma and it doesn't have to be a major trauma. It can be like a child losing a teddy bear or not feeling heard on a special day. You just pull back the parts of dissociating, bring all those parts back in. It's a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah, Where you're just, yeah. Like, and then getting you all the like, characters. Yeah, exactly. Then you connect all the parts and could have them speak to each other. Because when you're in yourself, it's like just you. But when you separate it, then you could really differentiate it like for example we do sometimes also like we make these collages sometimes we do them on like cards so that way you have each part of you like a collage of that part so your inner child your angry child so for me I have a card that one of them was tension just because of who I am I had like one that was tension and I knew I was coming now to London and I didn't want to take tension along this I'm like I'm going still working but I'm going so cool on a vacation tension isn't coming along and literally like you take the card and you put the card in a different place make like a playroom almost for it to like hang out like a vacation like with like a beach or something a card that's mm -hmm. their vacation you put it together and then in my mind it's really f visual it's really physical it's like okay tension's not coming along and ever since then okay it just started but ever since then tension was out of my life I'm a little bit in love with that as you were yeah. saying, it's like, it's like play therapy and drama therapy, but because it's visual, it'll work really well. Children, can you use this with children? Yes, yes, for sure. Little kids, once they could write, then you could do the journaling part, but you could do all the arts. They love it. Little kids live in that space. That's what yeah. we really want to do, help adults get into that space. So for little kids, it's really easy. They like it's life. It's fun. For yeah, because they naturally play where we need the reminders, don't we? Yeah. But that was great, like, because at the moment there's quite a lot of anxiety around. And so I could just get them to, like, create their own cards. Then I'd go to make up a little beach. I'm like, I'm so there. It's brilliant. 
absolutely yeah. love it. <laughs> but we don't like want to, it's like, we don't want to punish it because just like all your emotions are not like good or bad, right? They're just there to give us different signs. So what I really liked is the part that we made a playroom card or a vacation card where that card goes on vacation. It's not like in time out. It's just not coming along right now. Yeah, no, I love it. I'm going to send things on a vacation. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> so creative journal, expressive arts. So it's a bit like drama therapy and play therapy that we have here in the UK. Does it go by the name? So just that people can find it and access it. Yeah, that is the name um, by Dr. Lucia Capriccioni. It really explains what it is, but that is the name. So how are you spelling her name so people can do good old Google? <laughs> good. Dr. Lucia, L-U-C-I-A. Yeah. Capacchioni. I'm going to get it right. Hold on one second. You can come back to me on that one. We'll stick it in the show notes. So aside from the expressive arts, are there other tools you use outside of that to create positive changes? With couples? with yourself, whatever's moved you forward in life, you know, what do you use aside from the express yeah. box or do you not? Is it your, everything? no, no, no. I, like I told you, I'm reading like I'm into this stuff probably since I was 12. This I only been doing recently. So, um, I think vision boards would really draw me in. I really like that concept of vision boards and looking ahead in the future. That was a really big way that got me moving forward because even if now's really hard, if you know the future is going to be better, then you could get, get to it. As soon as you think that today's bad, yesterday was bad, and tomorrow's going to be bad, then you just like fall into depression because what's the point of living? But when you know that it's going to be better, it's going to take work, you're going to work hard to it, then that's going to be great. So that was a really, really big one for me. Yeah, And then like training my mind to always think in a like, creative problem solving sort of way to figure out solutions to go and get what I want. That's brilliant. And do you work with like, cause you're talking about the voice dialogue and I love that because we do a lot of that in like past life regression. You get the perpetrators, you get people talking to other people, even if they're not here on earth anymore. And so you speak a lot about the voice and the talking. Do you have, affirmations or sayings that you use sure thing um i haven't been so much like saying affirmations every single day now i have in the past but my mind always thinks in affirmations meaning if i'm about to go anywhere i always tell myself like i'm going to be successful about this thing like i visualize what i'm about to do and how it's going to be successful I right. So let's say I'm about to do a podcast interview with you, a uh, discussion with you, then I'm going to visualize the discussion. I'm going to visualize me being success- successful and enjoying the conversation with you. So that way it's like that. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. I don't just think about it throughout my day, just as I'm doing it, like getting ready, setting up my laptop to go and do it. That's what's going to happen. That's lovely. Cause it's like, you're reminding yourself about the positivity. It's like, conscious decision isn't it sort of like this is going to be successful this is going to be enjoyable and you're already setting the tone the intention and I think intention is huge isn't it yeah yeah for sure and then your brain you know right your imagination and reality your brain doesn't know the differentiation yeah. difference between of it right so as soon as you visualize it then your brain has to make it happen yeah so that's, that's what's brilliant. gonna be yeah yeah 
yeah because obviously author podcast on positive changes but I love that like to bring in the visual more so I've learned something I love it yeah I'm a very visual person in case you haven't noticed yet <laughs> yeah no I do love it because I do like guided meditations like every single night but in my waking day you just it's been brilliant for me today because I think yeah I need to bring the visual into my daily things rather than meditation future pro- progression at night I need to bring it into the every day you know like yeah doing the podcast. I also, yeah I just like it because it doesn't take more time like you obviously if you had something really big you might want to stop and think about it like really visualize it really majorly but if it's just like an everyday action that you're just doing you could do it while you're getting ready for that thing just think about it and doesn't feel like you're losing out on things while doing it I think I'm going to apply it to cooking dinner because I hate cooking dinner we've got like four children and they go from starving to not hungry not eating that and thinking this is going to be a positive meal time you're going to lovingly eat your dinner <laughs> yeah exactly and you can like visualize them eating their food and throwing at yeah. their plates or yeah. Yeah. Like stuff yeah yeah taking the plates and cups out at the end not keeping it like a hotel <laughs> right <laughs> I'll let you know how that goes later. And then also what's going to end up being, without even realizing, probably is you're going to start saying comments in different ways so that way it will really happen. Meaning you're visualizing it, so your brain is thinking that's what's going to happen, so you're going to start talking to your kids in that way that they'll want to do it. Like your tone of voice will change because you know they're going to do it. It's different when you think they're going to do it versus when they're not going to. So then it really will happen. Yeah. Oh, this is, I'm going to use this in so many ways. <laughs> so you've created positive changes. It's very visually, you've done that. But there's people out there listening, they're going to be like, yeah, but where do I start? So, or why should I start? So why are positive changes so important? If we don't make positive changes, we're making negative changes because life doesn't stay in one place. It always moves. And if you want a better life, want to enjoy what's here if you want to become a better person if you want to achieve anything and not just want to stay in bed all day you're going to want to make positive changes because literally that's what happens if you're not conscious to make positive changes you're gonna your negative changes are just gonna happen and the whole world like let's say now we're in corona and things been all difficult but if you have that mindset it's not so hard like many people had it really really hard and I'm not trying to put anyone down in any which way but because my brain was trained to think and how to make the most of every moment then for me I was like okay cool I have more time now at home I'm gonna work specifically on these projects and I got them done because I didn't just say like okay now I'm stuck what should I do you find ways to go and make it work even though you're in a difficult situation. Yeah, I get that. And you feel really self-conscious, don't you, when you're saying about the positives of being locked down. I mean, like, you know, we haven't got the financial income, but I've got my kids around me every day. I finished my second book 18 months earlier than I thought I would. My husband's decorated, another positive, you know, and it is- Oh, wow, that's a whole lot. Yeah, but you know, we don't have the income at the moment, but we have been given other gifts and, you know, in it, but when I say about it, obviously, because I talk about positivity quite a lot, but I'm so aware that I don't know the statistics, but a huge percentage have anxiety, feel, you know, unfair and stuff like that. But whilst we don't have an income, it's just a blessing. You know, our boys don't like school, so they're happier. 
we've got like this big long holiday, which is not really, you know, costing us anything apart from food. How much food are we eating? Um, <laughs> but it is that positive mindset. So it's not the most positive thing, maybe, because we don't have the income. I'm trying to explain things to the kids, but it's searching for the positive, isn't it? Yeah, I say it's all about perspective because you could have your exact same situation and somebody else would say, keep it, there's no income, life's horrible. Yeah. Literally, this corona or any situation, any difficult situation, like, um, what's the word? Like, amplifies or whatever you already are. So if you're already depressed, you'll become more depressed. If you're already positive and thinking in that sort of way, you'll find that in there and you'll become more like that. It's yeah. with everyone. Yeah. Which is why I'm so passionate about, you know, saying like the positive changes. I mean, you know, people are at home, they can do these visual things. They can sit there and talk to themselves, you know, in a new way, not in a just random way. <laughs> it is really weird. I'm warning you, when you're writing with your non-dominant <laughs> hand, it's going to be slow and scribbly and you're not really going to be able to read it. But the point is just what you're going to get out of it, right? You're having this discussion and you're going to be able to understand more things. So let's say, right, you're in your situation and it's Corona and there's no income. You could journal about that. What are new creative ways for me to get more income and things that I never thought of before and see what answers you get. Yeah, I like that. So you've given so much great advice. I say I'm certainly going to be more visual, but what's the best advice you've ever been given? It's a tough question. I've been giving so much good advice. Best advice I've ever been given. I think it's gonna sound a bit interesting, but it does tie in with everything else is that things take time and you just have to have patience because let's say now we're in Corona and things are really hard, but I'll take time and we'll get through it. We'll get out of it. You want to write a new book. It's going to take a lot of time, but you'll do it. We want, we live in a world where we want everything now. And when we realize that it's a process and we enjoy the process, right? We're thinking about every step of the way we're visualizing and enjoying every step of the way then you could appreciate the time that it takes and really learn from it and enjoy every step of the way. Not that the sort of person that when they're 20, they wish they were still a kid. And when they're 30, they wish, when they were 20, they wish they were 30. When they were 30, they wish they were 40 because they're always looking ahead, but rather take the time, enjoy it and just be patient. Yeah. I am really impatient and I'm trying to get into this whole divine timing and you know, opportunity will pass you by because there's a better one coming along, but I am really impatient, but I, do get it that it is, isn't it, about just trusting the process. Things take yeah. time. But I'm also do. really, really impatient. Oh, yeah. You're literally, I'm saying that you're asking me what's the best advice I'm really, that I've gotten. I know it, like, theoretically, but it's really, really hard. Because, like, you're standing in line at the grocery store and you just want to get out, okay? Especially now in Corona, I don't know what ha how you had it here, but by us, like, grocery stores had a limit of how many people they could have in their store based on how big yeah. their store was. And they had, like, guards outside literally letting people in. And you could wait for a half hour, 45 minutes just to get into your store to get your food, you know? So it's hard. But still, I think that... I still think that it's a good thing, even though it's really hard. So hopefully I'll get there. 
<laughs> but it's true though because I'm always like trying new things like for my business or for my like personal growth so I'm always trying things but I think well if it's not the right thing could you just hurry up just so I can see <laughs> right but you know what? if you fail it's not a fail as long as you learned from it yeah yeah everything's an right experience. that's the mindset it's a mindset of like not the failing but what you're taking out of it the perspective of it finding the good in every single situation yeah and you still grow from it even if it's not for you as you say there'll be a lesson in it be a growth from it and you'll have closure what works and what doesn't yeah exactly and then next time you'll know better you'll do your next thing in a better way fabulous so you're on linkedin that's how we find you is it or is there other ways we can send people your way linkedin's the best um if you want to stalk me on social media if you want want more of me on a weekly basis you could go to the podcast life fix relationships and if you want free mini session to start this journaling like i said you don't need a coach you could do it by yourself then you could go to lifepixrelationships.as.me and i'll speak to you there and then you could really go and implement it in your life fabulous so i'll put all that in the show notes as well but thank you so much i hope the listeners will absolutely love this but i'm going to be far more visual from this day forward (laughs) i must say that some people are more visual and some people are more editorial different people learn different ways for me that's how it works so anyone out there who is visual but isn't using it more i hope now they have more ideas of how they could use it thank you so much for having me oh bless you you're most welcome If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure you subscribe and leave a positive review. If you would like to create your own positive changes, you can buy Positive Changes, a self-kick book from all online book retailers or from ShellyFKnight.com. If you need a dollop of positivity until the next episode, come like and follow us over on Facebook at ShellyFKnight, life goes on. As always, I've been Shelley F. Knight and you've been amazing.